Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise Tim Allen on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results for the second consecutive day are not good. Welcome in, everybody. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Sam Schmitz, Tim Allen, and a Brewers 5-2 loss. Okay, is this magic number ever going to go down at all here? Someone needs to slow the roll here on the St. Louis Cardinal thing. I mean, they're a decent offense, that's that's for sure. But, I mean, they're not a better baseball team than Milwaukee is. And, okay, so be it. It's it's today's game one of a four-game set. Now you're going to have to wait for the division title celebration till at least Wednesday as the magic number still sits right there at three. Obviously, the Brewers have clinched a uh, playoff spot. Uh, Green Bay Packers in play right now as uh, they have a decent lead. And Dan Plucker, Gary Ellerson, uh, top of the hour. Uh, they are going to uh, have the Green and Gold postgame show and talk some Packers football with you guys. Um, it looks good for Green Bay thus far. A little bit, little bit better than it did for the Milwaukee Brewers. Just three hits in this game. And I think I know why. If you if you've followed along at home or at the park, twenty eight thousand on a Monday night during a Green Bay Packers Monday night football game, I'm pretty impressed. Uh, but uh, they they got a little Homer swing happy in this game tonight, and so I you know again you're 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 seeing balls missed because you know you're trying to launch them to Lake Michigan. Yeah, they love their home runs. I know Craig Council loves his homers, but my goodness, yeah, it uh, it wasn't it wasn't good. Just three hits for the crew. Two of them home runs, solo shots from Luis Urias and Avi Garcia, and a little. And here's the really the news of the day here is the fact that Christian Yelich was your five hitter. And I know this has come up many many times here in the lat. Well. Now, again, maybe intensified in the last couple of months. But now Yelich to the five hole, and I'm wondering if that's going to be 
you know, kind of the uh, kind of the mo down the stretch and possibly into the postseason against left-handers. As I said, Sam Schmitz is here. Do you see that happening? I mean, this cracked a seal. Christian Yelich moved down in the lineup. It's against a lefty. So is he back up against righties hitting, you know, three or whatever, two maybe? Uh, but against lefties, are they going to have a holding pattern of him batting down in the order? Oh, man. I, you know, with this team, when it's going to be fully healthy, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept him down there. I mean, you got Avi, Narvaez, Willie Adamas, Colton Wong, all those guys at the top Escobar. of the order. Escobar, too. Yeah, exactly. Switch hitters. So, I mean, with this offense fully healthy, I mean, why not keep him down there? Yeah, and especially against left-handed pitching, I, I just, again, it's possible that this is just a blip. Maybe it was, uh, you know, to attack with a with a right-handed heavy top of the order outside of Wong, but I don't know. This is really interesting. And, and I didn't think we'd have this conversation until another week went by just to see where Christian was, uh, you know, at, at that time. And, and it obviously, you know, he went through a spurt there where he was hitting the ball for average. He was getting on base, obviously, because of that. But now it seems to be back to the softer contact. He drilled a couple into the ground today again. It just seems like there, there's no drive. There's no barrel uh, again. And it may be, again, just a short window of time here. Uh, but, hey, um, I, I, if you did it this game, you know, I don't know if Craig Council's in a, in a situation where he's more experimental than uh, than a lot of other folks. I think this means something. This this I'm leaning toward this. This is something to come because again, you got to watch his at bats. The approach is huge when you're looking at Christian Yelich right now, and it's just I I can't. We've we've had enough conversations trying to. Uh, Explain what's going on with Christian Yelich. Okay, so we get uh, Packers football conversation coming up at the uh, top of the hour. Uh, Gary Ellerson and uh, Dan Plucker on the Green and Gold Post Game Show. We're going to try and squeeze in some comments from Craig Council uh, in just a little while, and we'll get a little bit of a game recap. Uh, there wasn't much to recap on the offensive side, just a couple of swings. Three total hits in this game for the crew. No walks, no hit by pitches, no other base runners, but three. Avi's homer, Louis homer, and then a, well, look at this. This is shocking. A base hit by JBJ. That's interesting. I think that's probably the two biggest talking points heading into the postseason. As I just said, Christian Yelich, where in the order? And two, JBJ, does he, does he make the playoff roster? I mean, that, that really, outside of that health, hey, you know, you do your best to get these guys healthy. I don't know if there's any other debates going on down the stretch here. I mean, we, we can talk about attendance and we can talk about things like that. It's going to be a big weekend too, by the way. I do want to mention that. But uh, uh, in terms of the play on the field and putting yourself in the best position to move on past the NLDS, because that's the goal now. Winning game one uh, will be Friday, October 8th. That's the mission right now. Now, to get there, to get to the you know ninth inning and have a victory in hand, it's a final and the results are good. 
the two things. Where does Christian Yelich bat in that order? And then number two, is Jackie Bradley even on the playoff roster? I have a feeling he's going to be. I was asked earlier today, would you have him on? And it's a slight lean. It's barely over 50% for me. But, yeah, I, I probably would. I, I think I would. Now, he not only uh, had one of the only three base hits, uh, he, he did not have a good throw to the plate on a sacrifice fly. That's a shallow fly ball. I mean, a good throw by, by JBJ, he's out. He's out by two feet. So that didn't, that's a consideration of, as well. We are live here in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. If you want to jump in here in between uh, myself and Dan Plucker and Gary Ellerson and the Green and Gold Post Game Show, we'll take you, 414-799-1250. Magic number sits at three. It goes nowhere. St. Louis Cardinals, are they're rolling right now. They just won their ninth consecutive game. They take this one 5-2. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, as always, here on The Fan. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Packers football conversation coming up in just a little while as the Packers starting to pull away from the Detroit Lions. And uh, green and gold postgame uh, coming at you, Dan Plucker and Gary Ellerson in just a few minutes. But we've got a few minutes to talk Brewers baseball, ABC audio video Play of the game, Avi Garcia in that second inning. He's been out for a while, and uh, we welcome him back with open arms because uh, he's going to do things like this in the postseason. Garcia hammers one, center field. Bader looks up, and she's gone. Avi Garcia, welcome back to the lineup. Number 28. Brewers on the board in the second inning on a frozen rope off the batter's eye in center field. Well, that's the velocity off the charts right there. Well, what the heck? We might as well just combine this as our, uh, that's the ABC audio video uh, play of the game. We might as well just combine our game recap since we're uh, short on time. Uh, to zip, that, that's the one thing I feared in this game and in this series, guys, is the first inning for St. Louis. I really believe this. Uh, that most times if you shut St. Louis and Chicago down early, especially there, here, I should say, at uh, American Family Field, it, it, it always appears that they're chasing you a little bit. But that didn't happen here tonight. Freddie Peralta, after two strikeouts, base hit, homer, base hit, two zip. Avi, uh, as I said uh, right there, got the Brewers within two to one. Same inning, one out later. How about Luis Urias? And he sends that one deep into left center field. And Urias with a home run to tie. Number 21 for Luis Urias. Wasting no time against John Lester. And the Brewers cover a 2-0 deficit quickly with two of their own. Yeah, there's the highlights on Bally Sports Wisconsin. 
Freddie then, after putting up a bunch of zeros and the Brewers' offense just disappearing, uh, gets in trouble in that sixth inning leadoff walk. That haunted him. He comes around to score. Leadoff man on the next inning. He comes around to score. Leadoff man on the next inning. He comes around to score. And that's your final 5-2, and 59 after this loss today. Game one of a four-game set. 414-799-1250. I'm looking forward to uh, Friday night getting into American Family Field, courtesy of this dude right here. John, John, you're on the fan. What's on your mind? Hey, Tim, how you doing? Tough loss tonight. Um, to me, the game was um, lost in the seventh inning. You know, Yelich has to get that ball out of his glove, get it into second base. Carpenter is slow, so now he gets an extra base. And then the Cardinal way, like we talk about, the precision execution moving forward in the playoffs that we have to have. So the next batter hits to the right side, gets Carpenter to third. Next guy hits a sack fly. And I'm, I'm torn, Tim, on Jackie Bradley as far as the postseason. Yeah, he's good defensively in the outfield. That was a poor throw to home plate. It just really was. I mean, that's where I think the game was lost. And the nuances that you always teach us, like, within the game, like, those little small ball things matter. Disappointing tonight. I'll hang up and listen, buddy. Uh, All right, John. Thanks a lot. Yeah, those little things uh, oftentimes are lost. I mean, I really love the game within the game. For example, the other day, Luis Urias, um, you know, he's at second base with two outs. Okay, well, there's a, there's a ball that finds green. Louie, isn't it a written that everybody goes full bore on two outs from space, especially with a runner behind you? The runner behind you is key here. That was Pablo Reyes, who tried to stretch and go first to third on that base hit. Okay, well, Louie's just prancing around third and jogging home like la, 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 la. No, because had... Pablo Reyes been thrown out at third prior to Luis Urias touching home plate, the run would not have counted. I mean, the, the, those are the little things. I mean, for me, I mean, I, that's not the way a lot of people watch baseball games. But for me, that's a given. It's, it's almost as much of a given as two outs and a full count with the bases loaded. You're just going on the pitch. A runner at second, and first with two outs, you got to go full tilt on a base hit if you're the second, uh, the, the, the base runner at second base. So it's those little things. There's, there's no doubt. And yes, Yelly took a little time getting that, getting to that ball, and then ultimately making the throw to second. JBJ, you were lined up for that. Jackie Bradley Jr., you were lined up. Get behind the ball. Get your, get your positioning where. Your glove is over your shoulder, your throwing shoulder, so that the transfer doesn't take time. And then you gotta you gotta make a decent throw. And however, on JBJ, as I said, John just said he's torn on on the postseason roster. I'm slightly leaning toward yes, a thumbs up. So I still I don't know why. At times. I just don't know why at times. I mean, the dude's on-base percentage is like 240. So offensively, you just hope that he finds something. Not going to get many at-bats, but you never know in the postseason. You just never know. All right, do we want to go to uh, hear a few comments from Freddie Peralta? 
Um, we're still waiting on Freddie to end okay. his press conference. Okay, and then we'll get to – I don't know if we're going to have time with Craig Council here, but uh, we'll try and do that. If you you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Then finally, uh, by the way, Packers uh, conversation coming up. Green and gold postgame show in just a few minutes, Dan Plucker and Gary Ellerson. Finally, we get to the Christian Yelich thing, and uh, hitting fifth, it, it was a little surprising to me. I mean, you're, if you're making it with, you know – what now, 12 games to play, you're making that decision if you're Craig Council. First of all, I believe it has been a conversation with Yelich, Haynes, um, and uh, and Council. Because I just don't think you surprise that dude that way. And so he was aware. that I don't think it caught Yelich off guard. The conversation included. I don't think that caught him off guard either. But batting fifth, maybe it does take a little pressure off, but wouldn't it then put him in probably more heightened runners in scoring position situations? Because the on-base percentage in BAs of guys like Willie Adamas, Colton Wong, Eduardo Escobar, Avi Garcia, those are the guys hitting in front of him. Those are the guys that are going to be getting on base here. So Christian Yelich may be in a situation where he has tons of base runners on. Now, again, sometimes council can just run into things and find them. Wouldn't that be something if, if Christian Yelich just sort of was the RBI machine because of it? The strikeouts are down just a tick for him as of late. There are some more balls in play, but it's soft contact. It's it's almost foul tips in a way. Um, it's good that you're getting the ball in play, but again, we count on Christian Yelich to drive the baseball. I, I won't say stunning that Christian Yelich has moved to the five spot, but I will say it's sort of surprising here. But this is, I mean, this is what you do when you're in cruise control, I guess. I don't think Craig Council's in experimentation role in, in, in his history, but maybe he is now because we've never seen this before. Guys, that's the key. So when you get a curveball thrown at you that Yelich is, whoa, he's batting fifth, wouldn't surprise me now that, you know, we see some other, you know, movement in that lineup. Maybe the pitcher bats eighth. Maybe he takes a look at that. Because, again, 2017, 18, 19, and 20, all four of those years, the last four years, the Brewers were in just floor it and see what happens. Forget about the transmission or anything else. You fry the engine out, you fry it out. Because he, they, they've been chasing. Now with, with a cruise control on and just, just a sailing along here, maybe now he is more of an experimentation kind of guy because we've never seen it. Obviously, he had Yelich down for a reason. To me, it's against a lefty. To me, if he is going to not bat third in the postseason, it'll be not batting third against a left-handed pitcher. That's what it comes down to. I, I just, there's, I, I think we've targeted this conversation for for several weeks now to really get down to it with Christian Yelich and and where you know, where he would bat and where you would bat him. And should they move him down? Well, they did move him down today. Let's get to uh, Craig Council as uh, the Brewers fall 5-2. What was the deal with the lineup? 
Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Craig, you guys hit two balls obviously really hard off Luster in the second inning, and then nothing really after that. What what Did he start doing anything any different? It looked like. So it was like he always does, picking at the edges and stuff. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the same. We just, you know, we hit a, a bunch of kind of lazy fly balls, really, um, that, you know, maybe some were just misses, but they were, they were, you know, ended up being easy to catch fly balls. So we, we didn't put enough pressure on, on uh, Lester or their bullpen tonight. Um, you know, we did, we didn't, uh, Avi's home run was lead up one lead off hitter reached. Um, so there was, you know, there was no rallies. Um, the other, the other base runners are two out, you know, two out base hit. So just a quiet night. What'd you think of Freddie? You were able to get him extended further than he'd been. Um, I mean, I, you know, Freddie pitched good, really good last time out. I think he thought he pitched really good this time out. Um, you know, he, they, 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 Arenado jumped him on a pitch that, you know, in his first at bat and the good, really good hitter, um, you know, kind of caught him with a pitch that he made him a little, you know, right down the middle. Sometimes you get away with it first at bat and you didn't let him get away with it. And that was, you know, that was really the, the pitch of the game. Um, you know, I, he breezed through the first two hitters. O'Neill put a good at bat on him um, on the first pitch homer. And, you know, with, we just, Overall, we haven't done enough offensively, really. You know, it's it's been a dry week, really, except for maybe one or two good innings. Um, and so that we're, you know, we're in a spot where our, our pitchers are having to be, be, you know, darn near perfect. And, um, you know, like I said, a big a mistake. And not a mistake, but a, a guy hits the first pitch he sees in out of the park, and that was, that was enough. Craig, another thing tonight was – the Cardinals were able to get leadoff hitters on in a couple straight innings. I mean, what, what kind of difference does that make when they're able to put pressure on right away? Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, they did a nice job adding on a couple of runs. Um, I, I thought Hunter and Brent threw the ball. Well, they just, they just, you know, they got, a, they did a nice job adding on getting some big hits with runners in scoring position. Craig you, Craig, you mentioned kind of the quiet week overall, except for a couple of innings. Is that just uh I mean, there's not a lot of guys really swinging the bat well right now. Is that just the biorhythms of a season, or what do you what do you make of that? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I think you'll go through stretches like that, um, and that's that's part of a season. Um, you, you're going to go through stretches like that, unfortunately. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Get up over 90 pitches for the first time in a while. Uh, I feel good, uh, but honestly, I was a little, like, feeling it a little bit, like, different, like, kind of a little tired. But 
you know the situation uh that I that I was having in the in the last inning. So I don't know, like keep me like up with good intensity. Freddie, you you started great striking out those first two hitters. Then it looked like O'Neal had a pretty good at bat, you know, getting a hit on three two. Then I'm guessing you didn't like that first pitch he threw to Arenado. Yeah. Uh, you know, Arenado is a great hitter. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, fighting with him. Uh, but he is still taking good ABs. You know, it's about adjustments. So, and the next, the next uh, avad that he took against me, I struck him now. But then the third one, he another base. He, but it's how it is. So we never know. We just have to keep like competing and and trying to be better all the time. Freddie, what do you think when you see John Lester get 200 wins in the big leagues and still pretty tough after a lot of years in the league? Awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, I've been watching him since I was a little kid, and I remember I remember him pitching uh, for a while. So he all the time that he is on the mound, uh, even when he was with, with the Cubs, you can tell that he's uh, always like out there, like, competing and he works so hard for, for stay healthy and, and keep doing in this game and it's so hard. This game is so hard and, and look, he's still competing out there. So Yeah, Bob Euchre made mention of that too, that guys like Lester when when it is crunch time, veterans like that tend to step up a little bit. And the St. Louis Cardinals beat the Brewers tonight five two final. The Cardinals have won nine consecutive games. That's gotta stop. Fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway. Uh, tomorrow night after the last pitch as you make the switch, 641st pitch, and we'll talk to you after game two. Packers conversation. Packers run away with a Monday night football victory, and everybody can breathe a big sigh of relief. Dan Plucker, Gary Ellerson up next. That's going to do it for us. Uh, for Sam Schmitz, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. And remember, despite the outcome, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.